Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? sitting with his disciples and he's asking them how many times should you forgive somebody and Peter speaks up and he's got this great answer and he says seven times <laughs> which that that sounds good that's good seven times you know but Jesus said no 70 times seven which I, I know look I know we're not in school but we're going to do some math today so just bear with me roll with me on this 70 times seven is 490 years and so we're looking at this and know when he said that, those fishermen, those Jewish fishermen would have understood the context because they knew that 490 years was pointing to something. But here's what I think also Jesus is pointing to. He's pointing to the 490 years of promise that will balance it all out. God has a way of doing this. It's really amazing. I don't have time to go into all that. But they were in rebellion 490 years, but now he's going to give them a promise of 490 years, as we'll see later on. But what does Daniel do when he sees that the, he reads this and he realizes the 70 years are about to come to an end? Does he celebrate? Does he get online, get on the internet and look for a, a new condo in Jerusalem? Does, does he get a YouTube channel or a podcast and start to tell everybody? No, Daniel's a humble man and he understands what's going on here. He gets on his face before the Lord. He seeks God. Verse 3 then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession, notice that, and said, O Lord, great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep his commandments, we, notice that, we have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled, even by departing from your precepts and your judgments. I love this, though. Daniel is a very humble man, and he seeks God with prayer, with humility, with fasting. And I just want to mention something with fasting. I've mentioned it before, but I, always, I think it bears repeating. Something about fasting I want you to understand. It's a very specific thing. Sometimes I'll hear people say, well, I'm fasting from my, my, the Internet or from my telephone or from TV. And those things are great to abstain from, but it's not fasting. Fasting is a very specific thing in Scripture, and it's very powerful when you understand what fasting is. Fasting is going without food, and sometimes water as well, for a time, for a season. It's not going without technology. Again, those are great things to abstain from, to say, Lord, for a week I'm not going to be on my phone. For a week I'm not going to look at TV or whatever. Those are great things. But fasting is going without food. It's very specific. And this is important because not only does fasting weaken our flesh, and make us realize how humble we really should be. You know, if you've ever gone without food for any length of time, trust me, as a young kid, we grew up very poor. That's no exaggeration. There was times when I went without food. I remember when the mines were on strike and our family was struggling. 
I, I don't say this for sympathy, and it's kind of disgusting, but I remember eating Alpo dog food out of a can because we were so hungry. And that, and I have to tell you, you know, as a kid, that was humbling, but I know what it is to be hungry. And, but most of us in America don't. Fasting is a great way to humble ourselves, to humble ourselves before the Lord and realize just how weak we are, just how weak we really are and how much we need him. Not only that, understand this, by fasting, we're rejecting something. Let me ask you this question. Okay, it's like school all over again. We got math, we got quizzes. Here we go. What was the first sin recorded of mankind? What did we do? We ate. We ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And fasting is a rejection of self-rule. It's a rejection of that original sin. Fasting is to abstain from eating. To acknowledge we need God's rule, not self-rule. That we made a mistake in the Garden of Eden. We, we, as Daniel lumps himself in, we did this. Mankind, because we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so fasting is very specific. Don't cheapen it by calling it other things. Now, again, that's just my soapbox. Abstain from those other things, that's great, but fasting is a wonderful practice because it does humble you before the Lord. Weakens your flesh and you realize just how weak you really are. Go 24 or 48 hours without food and see how you feel. It's really an incredible thing. It really is. But another profound thing is happening here because, you know, some might think, well, it's the end of the 70 years. Why is Daniel seeking God's mercy? You know, and he's, if this is going to happen, come to pass... Why is he seeking God's mercy in all of this? It's, it's God's word, so it's going to happen. But I want us to remember something. There wasn't just one exile to Babylon. There were three. Daniel was in the first exile of Babylon in 605 BC. Daniel was in the first group that was exiled to Babylon. But we know eight years later in 597 BC, there was a second exile. There was a second exile. So understand what's going on here. Daniel is praying for God's mercy that he would use the first date, 605. Because not only that, in 587 is the final exile to Babylon when they destroy Jerusalem and they take captive the exiles and they leave only the weakest in the land. So 587. So this is what it means. Daniel is praying earnestly that the 70 years would end on his 605 date because those years are about up. He is praying that it won't be eight more years or 18 more years, but he wants the early date, the earliest date possible. And so Daniel's praying because why? He didn't know the day or the hour. And I just want you to understand something. Look at this, though, verse 6 and 7. Again, he includes himself in all of this sin. Neither have we heeded your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our king and our princes, to our fathers and all the people of the land. O Lord, righteousness belongs to you, but to us, shame of face, as it is this day to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all of all Israel, those near and those far off in all the countries to which you have driven them because of the unfaithfulness which they have committed against you. And I want to recognize something else. So Daniel started with, he's saying it's we. He's lumping himself in with the sin. And maybe as I'm saying this stuff, you're thinking, well, you know, that's not our nation. You know, uh, but here's the thing. I want us to really think about this. You know, our nation, if you haven't noticed, we began to be under the judgment of God. God's hand is slowly being removed from America. Now, you can deny that all you want, but the proof is there. And I would say this, if it makes you uncomfortable or not, I have to tell you this as a watchman on the wall, judgment is coming to America if we, don't ret- if we don't return to our Lord. 
If we don't repent and turn back, judgment's coming. It comes to every nation that turns their back on God. But here's the thing. Daniel lumped himself in. And remember in Second Chronicles, it also starts with the, the children of Israel. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and I'll heal their land. Well, here's the thing. Daniel wasn't about saying, well, it's them, it's them over there. We need to understand it's us. The condition of America is a direct result of the condition of the church in America. Do you understand that? It's hard to hear, but it's true. And before we say, you know, it's them, Lord, and I had nothing to do with this, just think about your own life and what you've been privy to, what you've done, what you've not stood up for when you should have stood up for it, when you've not spoken out when you should have spoken out, or how much money have you spent on entertainment and Hollywood and all the things of this world, how many movies, how many things. And I'm not trying to be a legalist. I'm saying we're all complicit. We're all part of the problem. That's just truth. And Daniel, he knew that everyone in Israel, including himself, he was a teenager when he was taken into exile. But even himself, he knew he was part of the problem. And all of us, if we're honest with ourselves, we've contributed somehow in some way. But Daniel recognizes this, and he's now praying that God would hear his prayer, that he'd be merciful, and that he would use that first date of 605 B.C. Please, God, let it be this time. Let it be this date and I just have to tell you, as I was praying and studying, a verse came to mind that I want to share with you. It's amazing, because Second Peter chapter 3, verse 10 through 12, I think has some relevance for this chapter and for what you and I are facing today. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Now, we know it won't come as a thief to those who are in the, in the light, those who are Christians. But he continues, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. What are you holding on to? It's all going to burn, is what Peter's saying. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Now look at this, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Do you understand what that's saying? I guess not. <laughs> well, let me explain. This is powerful. It says this, by our godly conduct, by searching after the Lord, it says that we could hasten the day. That word, spiudo, in the Greek, that doesn't matter, but what it means is to speed up. To urge. Do you understand? Do you see what this passage is saying? Now, can I be sure and certain that's what it's saying, that you and I, by our conduct, by searching after the Lord, by seeking the Lord, that like Daniel, we can get that early date? Let's go, Lord. I don't know if that's what it's saying. It seems to be saying that, but here's what I am willing to say. I want to find out. How about you? I'm willing to try. How about you? I'm willing to live godly like never before and to seek him like never before, to earnestly seek him and desire and ask like Daniel, please let it be the early date. Many of us have rapture fatigue. Many of us, we look around the world and it's like, it's hard sometimes. But Lord, come get us. Let's go. But that's what it seems to be saying. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m.
For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.